Welcome to episode 27 of Void Video. I'm your host, Evan Jordan, a.k.a. That Evan Jordan on Twitter. And I am Nick, a.k.a. Agent Relic on Twitter. And this week, we have the new Quentin DePew movie that everybody in their fly is buzzing about. Mandibles. Buttums. Or crickets, maybe? Crickets there? <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna be silent. Do I say something, or do I just be quiet and make it as awkward as possible? Because that was awful. <laughs> that may be, yeah, that may be up there for my, my corniest intro yet, you know? Yeah, Maybe I, that's an award category at the at the Void Video Awards is Evan's corniest intro. Yeah, half the people just shut it off. Yeah. I mean <laughs> Half the people who were interested in Mandibles are now never gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh it's a callback to our first episode when we covered uh his uh, or his movie right before this one, Deerskin. So uh Yeah. Yeah, this is the is this the only director we've covered two movies? By now, uh, like as the main chorus, I guess we did the Brandon Cronenberg thing. You you've done Possessor the, and Antiviral, Antiviral. but uh, also um, a Quiet Place, a Quiet Place Part Two. Technically, I get yeah that that's a cheat, but yeah, yeah. you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a cheat, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I this is like. Just like every other Quentin Dupuis movie, man, this shit is totally absurd. Yeah, uh, unique. There's <laughs> nothing else like this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Since you're the 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 man who sells the stories, Nick, why don't you uh, tell them what tell them what Mandibles is? Mandibles is the 2020. I, so this is weird because it's a 2020 movie, but it didn't come out in the United States until literally last week. So. Uh, it's a, I, I'm going to consider it a 2021 French comedy directed by Quentin Dupieux, Um and it stars two. Uh, how do how do we how do we say like they're idiots? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, not the actors, but the uh, the characters. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> and they uh, they one of them accepts a job to do something and takes his buddy along for the ride they end up stealing a car and in the back of the car is a giant fly and they get the get rich cr uh quick scheme of hey let's train this fly to uh rob banks or something you know <laughs> yeah they like the, the the very first shot of the movie as it opens up is the main character just fucking sleeping on the beach <laughs> yeah <the laughs> he looks I like was... a bum out here asleep on the beach yeah i was on <laughs> he's he's hopeless isn't he he is, or, or yeah. does he, he crash on the home. other That's dude's what he couch? Said. Well, well, he told the guy that had the, he had because they were talking. They're talking about a place to train the fly when they first find it, and he's like, "I don't, I don't have a home, and we can't go to my parents' house because they won't let us." So, <laughs> you know, so I think he's homeless. Yeah, and he obviously. just drifts around and like does jobs and you know makes ends meet. You know, as, as best he can, because he yeah. seems like a very. Uh, He's a, a simple man. He doesn't require much out of life, you know. Yeah, very laid back. He he reminded me a lot of the dude from uh, the Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If the dude like took a vacation to France and just never came back, you know, this is him. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, uh, he, he he wakes up on the beach and the guy tells him, "Hey, I've I've got a friend, Michel Michel," which I think is funny that the guy's the same name twice and it's just got a dash in the middle. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's a real name or if that's something they made up Isn't to intentionally be funny. In, in, in Dodgeball, that's his assistant's name, Michelle. <laughs> oh, this yeah, is my it is. Assistant, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, the huge jacked dude is Michelle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing i thought of when i heard that name i was like oh man that must be a <laughs> um yeah but he offers him a job that's 500 i'm not sure let's so french i don't know what the conversion rate it seemed like Is a lot of money. francs or or euros yeah. i'm not sure what they use there yeah and it seemed like a lot of money like he was gonna do it but uh it was 500 uh currency to uh just pick up a briefcase and deliver it like that's it that was the only thing and it was kind of funny because he goes uh i don't have a car or whatever <laughs> he just like he goes down the street like it just looks for one that's unlocked and just steals it <laughs> yeah he's just walking down the, the the side of the road just pulling handles on cars until one opens <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess that's one way to do it. and what are the odds right that he picks the one with the giant fucking fly in the trunk <laughs> of all, like who who puts a giant fly in the trunk and then doesn't lock the car yeah, I mean, we definitely need a prequel on how that car got there with the fly in the back. Yeah, and, like those because yeah, it's never addressed, and the, and those people are gonna come back and be like, "Wait, where's my fly? Where's my car?" <laughs> yeah, imagine that person's day when they got done shopping or whatever they were doing, buying cocaine or who knows if they have a giant fly in the trunk. What they were doing? Uh, <laughs> did they know? They, they had get a back giant to their, their the back? where they parked and it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Do they even know? Like, how did the fly? That's I'd love to know how that started. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the sequel. Uh, is like the guy comes back looking for the fly and he tries tracking him down. <laughs> yeah, he's like some kind of, uh, or they send a hitman or something to kill him and retrieve the fly. I don't know. There's so many ways he could take this. <laughs> but uh, um, so we're gonna since this is a one movie thing and it is only seventy two minutes, seventy seven minutes. So it's an hour and 17 minutes, so like an hour and 15 yeah. with, without the credits. And yeah. it's hard to get ex like to talk about this movie without talking about the ending. So we're going to do non-spoilers and then eventually switch to spoilers. We'll warn before we start going into spoilers, yeah. but we'll give you our general thoughts before we do that. Yeah, well, as soon so basically as soon as he, he steals the car, he he goes over to his buddy's gas, his work, his gas station that he works at. And I... It's kind of implied that maybe his mom owns the gas station because he's on the phone with his mom a couple times in the movie. He's like, yeah, I locked the station and da-da-da-da-da. So I think it may be his family's gas station and they just have him working there. I'll say because he just uh, gets up and drops everything to go with him. Yeah, he, he kind of just drops everything at the gas station and jumps in the car and is like, all right, I'll take my cut and I'll come help you out. You know, And you can tell that uh, they're like longtime buddies. Like it's It's very clear that they're like... You know, they go way back because they have this whole like Toro thing that they do, which is like one of my favorite parts of the movies. Every time they like wake up or do something cool or like make it past a tight situation, they go, hey, Toro. And they like make the the bull symbol with their hands and hit their hands together. It's it's dope. Yeah, <laughs> I actually uh, forgot to mention this to you, but I think that that needs to be a discord email because that was hilarious every single time. <laughs> Yeah, it should be. It should be. <laughs> Toro. <laughs> They're just like, <laughs> I, I don't get it. It's like, it's like a handshake, I guess. Like a fist bump. Yeah, it's like their own, their own little handshake slash yeah, fist bump. Yeah, that they came funny. up with. It's a great idea for a Discord mode. If you're listening to this, check that link in the, in the description. And you could, you know, come use this emote along with all the other dumb emotes we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're uh, they're driving the car to go pick up the briefcase, and they hear this noise in the back, 
and they decide to stop and the noise stops so they're like oh it's only when we're driving that we hear it so they open the trunk and uh there's the fly yeah and at first <laughs> it's funny because manu is like it's a fly and the, and the other guy's like john gab's like no it's not and he's like it's yeah it is it's a fly and then finally they're sitting there going back and forth saying no yes no yes and then jean gab just out of nowhere agrees yeah it is <laughs> and then they slam the trunk back it's like such a weird like just awkward interaction between the two of them and it's like it defines the energy of the movie kind of Oh si putain c'est une mouche Mais ouais On dirait qu'elle est coincée là Ouais Oh putain elle nous regarde là Eh hey. hey, tu nous regardes pas ok Yeah but then I think that they ride and they run out of gas like they keep going and then they run out of gas at a certain point or something Well yeah because like the once Manu slams the trunk it's it's stuck closed right and so he's pissed off he's saying that we can't we gotta just go get a new car now because it's unprofessional to not have a trunk to put the briefcase in <laughs> so he's like we just need to ditch this car and get another one and john gab's like no fuck that we just forget about the briefcase entirely let's tame this fly and we can send it to do things for us like send it to the bank to bring us money and stuff <laughs> Yeah, and then they're like talking about where they're gonna train it, and they look straight in front of them. And this whole time, there's a camper right there. Just sitting oh, in front that's of them. right. Yeah, they're running out of gas. Was <laughs> later on when they. Uh, yeah, yeah, there is. They do run out of gas, but that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that's uh -huh. right. So they they see the camper, and they're like, yeah, that's like the perfect spot to you know for them to live and train this fly. Like they do kind of forgotten about the uh, their mission, <laughs> their job. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> yeah they've like completely like that's on the back burner the delivering the briefcase for these people were like supposed to be waiting on her. <laughs> they were supposed to be there at noon and they're just like completely drop it and start focusing on the fly <laughs> they're very in the moment kind of guys you know <laughs> yeah yeah but they uh this old guy comes out of the camper and he just starts yelling at him and uh <laughs> this is funny too uh which uh one of them goes up and just headbutts him knocks him out yeah, it was Manu. He tells him. He tells him, "My friends, he's drying out. <laughs> he's, oh, yeah, he, he needs, needs water." water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so the guy turns around to go get the water, and he's waiting on him at the door. And as soon as he comes back with it, he just headbutts the shit out. I mean, just knocks him completely out with his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then they just tie him up and proceed to use his camper <laughs> to uh, <laughs> train the yeah. fly. They just drag this dude outside and tie him to like an old shitty barrel outside and just move in. <laughs> like they just stole the car, they steal the camper, they just take what they want. <laughs> yeah, it's clear that but they then, have no sort of like moral guidance. Like they're they're willing to do anything. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird how I think this speaks volumes to to Quentin Dupuis' talent is. You still like them. You want them to succeed. They're like total pieces of shit, but they're like the most likable pieces of shit you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, I think it's the <laughs> dumb and... Because it is very dumb and dumber, like, slapstick yeah. sort of humor that, like, you make... Like, they're, like, lovable idiots, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, so it's like it's, you forgive them for committing crimes. <laughs> yeah, and it also seems like they, like, are the sort of person who wouldn't really hurt somebody else, but they're gonna do, like, 
like things that don't like steal a car or like I mean, that's yeah not... <laughs> yeah maybe the headbutting thing is a is a little extreme that's just like he was it was a last ditch effort he was desperate yeah you know? <laughs> I, uh, maybe i got I, maybe would they kill someone if they had to i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know i think they would and then, but <laughs> i think it's that they're so dumb that they don't like realize the like the the depth and the you know like the like what they're even doing really they're not considering it they're just moving moment to moment trying to make their situation better and it's like it's so innocent yet they're doing all this bad shit <laughs> but yeah manu is like uh gonna go take the guy and because the guy says hey i got like money stashed and he's like i'm gonna go i'm gonna take this guy and hold him at gunpoint and get him to get the money out it's three thousand dollars and we could take it and they're gonna while he's gone to do this, John Gab goes to the store to get food for the fly. Yeah, this and uh, that's where the bike comes into play, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He rides I was say, this that unicorn was bike that he finds behind the camper. It's like it's like this white and pink bike with a giant stuffed unicorn on the front. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. He's just riding it down the street. Yeah, but the other one takes the guy because the guy's like, "Yeah, you know, I'll show you the my fortune. Just let me go." And on the way there, the guy just breaks out and runs away. <laughs> yeah, Manu's fucking driving and hits a bump, and he drops the gun in the floorboard, and he's like, oh, shit, I can't find it. And he stops the car and is, like, bent down looking for the gun, and the dude just gets out and runs. <laughs> yeah, and that, I mean, that's the last you hear of that guy. And that's a running theme of this movie, too, is just every plot thread is kind of just ended in a way that's, like, hilarious, but also, like what happened after that like you can make a story about what happened to any character they meet along this journey on what like like we were talking about with the the fly thing like that guy's gonna come back to the stolen car be like wait yeah like you can every single plot thread is like that you could make a story to go with it of something else that happened you know yeah and and because the movie doesn't tell you it almost makes it i think more interesting because in your head you're like man i wonder where that old guy went yeah, exactly. You get to make it up yourself. I, I like that, that it doesn't tell you. Because it's, it's not that significant to, like, the plot of the movie, but it's fun in your head to, to, to make up, like, what happened to these people or where'd they go, you know? Because yeah. they literally just threw this guy out of his his home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because it's that did. guy was actually, like, living there. He wasn't, like, vacationing, I don't think. He, like, lives there. <laughs> yeah. And this guy was old. He was probably, like, 60 or 70. Like, he may be dead. <laughs> Who knows? Like, there's no telling what happened to this guy. <laughs> but when he gets back to the trailer, John Gab has bought, like, spent all their money on cat food to feed the fly. So then they also eat the cat food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So they're... Oh, I forgot, what are they cooking? And they end up burning down <laughs> the, the camper like that's the end of well, that yeah, cause the next too. the next day they go steal fucking groceries because he bought the <laughs> cat food so they hold another person at gunpoint at the grocery store and have him put all his groceries in their car <laughs> yeah but they get back and, and then they... yeah then he burns the trailer down with them <laughs> yeah they burn down the trailer so like then they're back to square one where they need to go on the road again with the fly and this is when they run into Someone who claims to recognize one of them as an old classmate. But it's clear yeah. that they do not recognize her. So, like, it's like a... You, you can't tell if, like, he can't remember her or if she is just, like, 
has the wrong person, <laughs> which is kind of right. funny. Yeah, and this thread. is also where they're out of gas because you were talking about they're out of gas. And this is when they're out of gas because he they go to crank the car to leave and it won't start. So he pulls him with the unicorn bike. <laughs> yeah, and they <laughs> and then they drive by and find him. <laughs> yeah, and this woman she invites them back to her like house and to, to yeah, says I that guess they could stay there. <laughs> this is like probably around the halfway mark of the movie when when they run into this girl uh, yes which so this is where we'll stop before the spoilers but let's just get general thoughts out and then we'll go into spoilers so uh yeah yeah but so essentially like yeah. the setup then is like this they're at this stranger's house with no gas no room to escape this fly that needs i mean to be trained or let out or bed yeah <laughs> it's kind of like a chihuahua sized fly a bigger than a chihuahua even like a dog sized fly a large dog sized fly <laughs> a large dog like like a golden yeah. retriever <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah not something that you could just like stick in your pocket and hide you know and it, it eats like a substantial amount of food it seems like because of its size i'm guessing because they in that one day, I, there was plenty of empty cans of cat food back at that yeah, burnt down trailer. That'll that'll come back later when someone finds all the poop droppings. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for the spoiler section. But I guess uh, what like generally, what else would you like to say to someone to get them to watch this without spoiling it? I guess. I I just think if you imagine if Harry and Lloyd from Dumber and Dumber, you know, were a couple of French guys who found a fly. That's this is that you know, but I would even say it's a little more absurd than that. Like, and it's, I, I think it also because to me, like Dumb and Dumber is hilarious, but I didn't sympathize. I don't sympathize with them as much as I did these guys. I think. I don't yeah, know. maybe it's the weirdness of the fly thing. I was gonna say ends. maybe it's the situation. You know. Yeah, because like they're trapped at this place too. So like you're like, oh, I wonder how they're gonna get out of this situation. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, and that's, they're kind of like Harry and Lloyd have a business. They're not really like destitute, but these guys are pretty much down and out. Like one of them's homeless, and the other one's working at his mom's gas station. Like they're not exactly like, you know, yeah. they don't have anything going for them. <laughs> and, and and then they constantly put themselves in situations where literally anything can happen, and you're just like watching it play out. And like it's so rapid. Yeah. Like there's not a wasted minute in the seventy-seven minutes. Yeah, it's really like tight. It's it's boom 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 something's happening moment to moment and it's like your jaw is slowly dropping at the absurdity of things going on and especially by the time you've made it back to this girl's house which we'll get into in a minute but it's like that's where they dial it up to 11 and then it stays that way for the rest of the movie yeah and i i would describe it more as it's it's a coen brothers movie like it's got that like feel of like it definitely me does the meandering like nothing going on but it has a lot of heart and i don't know you're invested in it even though like really nothing is happening <laughs> yeah it's got like the quirky characters in the and and that's kind of like what carries it is the characters you know yeah. and the situations that they're put in is like it because it, it's like you said it's not like it's as far as like a proper narrative that it's like you know moving from from a to z it's like it starts at A and ends at Z, but it does all this weird, you know, switch back in and turn it around and all this crazy shit in the middle and you never know what's going to happen, you know? Yeah, because, like, the briefcase thing, too, like, for the 
for a large chunk of the movie, that's not, like, their mission anymore. So, like, even the thing that got them started is, like, a dropped plot thread for a long portion. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's truly, like, unpredictable. You know, like, I didn't... There's not a moment in this movie where I was like, oh, I know what's going to happen next, because you straight up don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say definitely... I highly, highly recommend this, especially if you're already a fan of Quentin Depew, because I think this is probably my favorite of his out of the three I've seen. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's between this one and Deerskin for me. I might like Deerskin more than this, but they're different. They're so different, it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah Deerskin's a lot a comedy. darker. Deerskin's, yeah. yeah. Deerskin's like yeah, exactly. a lot darker, but this one I think is super lighthearted, but it's also like... I could have watched these guys for... I said this after, like, I was kind of disappointed after it ended because I'm like, damn, I wish I was a TV show. Like, that is literally could be a 20-minute episode and they could run that forever. Like, just yeah. those two guys. Just like, what they do with The Fly every week. They do something different and, like, the even, shenanigans they get into. I think even if you took The Fly out of the equation, like, the two characters yeah, it, are interesting. Yeah, The Fly could be gone, yeah. Because, to me, The Fly is, like, arguably the least interesting part of the movie even though it should be the most interesting part it's all the weird people they meet along the way and the right you know how they handle those situations yeah the fly is like just what's moving the the story you know and and allowing the shenanigans to take place but the yeah the characters are definitely front and center and what and i think that's something that that quentin appears is really good at is like writing and and displaying through his directing like interesting characters who because yeah, there's not a single character in his movie that's really the same as as another yeah and like even in deerskin like you'd think the deerskin jacket is the most important part of the movie but it's not it's that character who kind of gets consumed by it than more right. than the jacket i rubber maybe more the tire but also like there's a meta story within rubber that made it the tire not as I don't know. That one's a hard one to explain without spoiling it, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Think, the tire is the same idea, though. The tire drives the uh, no pun intended, you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> drives the story though, just like the the deerskin jacket and the fly does here. But it's the characters that that shine. Yeah, you know? and the in the world building, like you could see, as I said, like I could see them on the road and just making a road trip movie and just running into crazy people. Yeah, totally. Totally, and I, I could even, I'd even take a, a TV show that's like an anthology series, and each episode shows me what happens to a different person that we left, you know, or gives me backstory on the stuff. Like it's just there's so much more that they could do with this, and I would love it if they did. I'm sure they won't, but I would love yeah, it if as they did. Say, I think he's a very much a, a one, one and done sort of director. I'd be surprised yeah. if we, yeah, I'd be interested if if he he would ever do a sequel to anything that he's done. Yeah. Yeah, that that's I don't I don't think he's a sequel kind of guy. He's I think he'd be bored. He's like he just wants to do something radical and different every time it seems like. And as I was saying before, it almost makes it more powerful that you don't know what happened because then it's just like it, it lets your mind run with the characters and the world and the you know what right. you think happened to him. Yeah, he gives you enough characterization and enough detail about the person and and how they behave and stuff that you're able to then run wild with that character, you know, because you know how they would do things and then you can apply that to, to whatever you want to happen to them. <laughs> yeah. Really yep. smart, honestly, the, the way it's written. 
Uh, it's out on VOD right now. Uh, it's a... Uh... I forgot how much it cost. You could rent it for like six bucks, but I believe it was 20 to buy. Yeah, I think it's nineteen ninety nine to purchase it, and I think it's like $7 or something to rent it. Um, yeah, and I'm assuming and you can it's do gonna... that through any VOD service, really. iTunes, Vudu, Amazon, you know, wherever you prefer. Yeah, and I think it, it'll eventually come to some sort of service, just like Deerskin did and uh, Rubber, so. Yeah, I wonder if HBO will grab it again. That's what Deerskin's on. Or was. Yeah. I don't know if it still is, question mark. But uh, one thing I didn't say is I think that probably this is the most accessible Quentin Dupuy movie. Like... I think more people, it's a more generally enjoyable movie, I think, than his other stuff's weirder, I think, than this. And this is yeah. weird in, like, a, a very accessible way, you know? Yeah, because Rubber has a very meta story that a lot of people are just going to roll their eyes and be like, oh, that's kind of dumb with the people watching on the highway and, the, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a meta commentary on the film industry, I guess. Yeah. And. Yeah, kind of in the way Americans consume stuff and everything, uh, yeah, that's also his and only Deer, one in super dark and weird in in English too. Rubbers is only one in English, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. All the rest of them are in French, uh, and I think that's probably because that one was centered around. I think we talked about this that that it's because it was centered around America and like how we watch movies and stuff, and so that's probably why it was English versus the other ones. Yeah, and just honestly, weird as shit and hilarious. Go rent this movie. Yeah, and, and the ending is phenomenal, and it makes you want to watch it again after you you see the the last frame is legendary. Because, like, it's like it's going to end, and then just it gives you one frame, and you're just like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, like, changes your whole perspective the, of the whole movie. Yeah, absolutely. Just with one absolutely. frame. Like, one little two-second scene. <laughs> Well, let's, uh, we'll Toro our way into the last half of the movie here. Yeah. We can now switch to spoilers. Yeah, so, uh, welcome to the, uh, spoilers section, I guess. And where we left it off was they were going back to this lady's cabin. Or, it's like a house? That's the house that they live at, right? It's not like a vacation home? Yeah, no, it's it's the house they live at, I'm pretty sure, because these... A couple of them are brother and sister, and then uh, I think a couple of them are just friends of the people yeah. who live there and with like, them. And, like, their parents are out of town, I think, or something, so they have some spare rooms, right? Yeah, yeah. Their parents who own the house, uh, or their grandparents who owned the house, I think, and left it to them. They seem like they're rich kids, kind of, like, rich I think it's the parents, because remember at one point, one of them sleeps in her room, and they're like, in her room? Like, the, the brother gets really mad that she gave him her room. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the mom's okay, room. maybe so, then. Yeah, maybe so. Um, they're definitely, like, a part of a rich family, and, like, Cecile is the main the main girl who thinks that she knows Manu, and she keeps calling him Fred. He's supposed to be this Fred guy that she went to school with, and... I think after they get to the house is when he's like, I'm pretty sure I don't know this person. Yeah, and that's where, like, you as the audience are like, I think that she, he, like, he doesn't know her. Like, like yeah, you kind of Yeah, he's just playing into it. Yeah, to advance their situation. <laughs> yeah, there was one moment in particular that I knew that he didn't, because there was a point where uh, he's, like, wearing shorts, and he's, like, they're, they're, like, out by the pool. And she's like, what happened to your tattoo? He's like, tattoo? And, like, apparently Fred, who she knew, had a tattoo on his leg. And, like, 
he has to come up with this elaborate story on why he got the tattoo removed and like it was a cross right wasn't it like why would you get a cross removed wasn't that what it, it was, was a it was a no nah, it was like something that said fred and had like a woodpecker because you see it at oh, the end okay. of the movie when the real fred shows that's, up that's right i was <laughs> saying it was something that like that she was super confused at why it would be removed you know yeah like, it was very like he would have kept that you know yeah she's and like, she even shows him a picture of him and he's like that guy looks just like me <laughs> 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 that was a great moment when she gets the old yearbook out and she's like look there you are and he's like that guy looks just like me <laughs> Yeah, but uh, at the house, so this is where you get introduced to this wild cast of characters we were talking about before, and one in particular we both <laughs> thought was hilarious, but let's do the other one first, the brother. Like, he clearly does not like them off the bat. Like, he's like, yeah. why, why did you invite them here? <laughs> yeah, and he questions the history of it. I like that, too, when they first meet in the kitchen. He's like, you guys just got here? And he's like, how do you, your friends are my sister, how do you know her? And... <laughs> And he's like, oh, Manu's like, we, we go way, we, we go way back. I knew her from before, you know? And he's like, well, what do you mean from before? And he's like, well, from a long time ago before, you know? And he's like, yeah, yeah but where did you meet her? And he's like, I'd have to check a calendar. It's been so long, honestly. I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the, he's the like... interactions between the people are so fucking just painstakingly funny. <laughs> yeah, because like at any point they could figure this out, run the whole, ruin the whole thing, and like they're gonna have to scramble for their lives, you know? Because like they, <laughs> yeah, know, that's what makes it like that tense situation. Like they could be kicked out of this house at any second. And I thought they'd kill this fly if they found it. Like, wouldn't they? Yeah, I that's, mean, I was curious about that too. But uh, let's get to the other character real quick. Uh, oh yeah, Agnes. <laughs> yeah, is that it's her sister, right? And yeah, she, Cecile's sister. That she had the comes in accident. and she just starts yelling at them, and like they're very confused at why she's like yelling at the dinner table. And I guess there was like a the sister tells a story about how she was like skiing and had an accident, and now she, all she could do is yell. So like yeah, that's, that explains she that. says she yells it. <laughs> but like at first you're like, wait, why is she yelling? And she just yells. It's everything. so weird. Yeah. I just cooked this meal, and I hope it's good, because I really worked hard, and she's, like, screaming at these people, and you're like, what the fuck, bro, is wrong with her? And then the one dude's like, you don't have to shout at us like we're dogs. <laughs> and then, then she tells the story to explain it. <laughs> yeah, and she also is very suspicious of him, and this is the funny part of it, I think, too, because the brother is very, like, laid back. I don't, like, give a shit, but I'm suspicious of them. But the sister is, like yelling like because because of the yelling thing it's like she's like questioning them too and like trying to figure out why they're there and all that stuff while yelling so it like gives it that sort of what? yeah you can tell she's like super fishy you know she's like asking them questions and then the later that night after the dinner when she's like in manu's the bed that the girl said manu could sleep in and stuff and she's like why are you looking at my breasts and like quit hitting on me people know you're hitting on me and he's like what the fuck like he's like i just came in here to go to sleep <laughs> yeah but she's uh the one who starts to kind of because they manu and john john gob uh they got the fly still right so like the fly sitting in the car and like one of them wants to, like, leave because of the fly. The other one's like, eh, it's fine. Just leave the fly in the car for a day. You know, like, like leave a dog in the car for a day, you know? Like, that's yeah. kind of, like... <laughs> well, like, it's a... You gotta imagine, it's a fly. I mean, he's just... He's big, but a fly could, like, live in a car for a week, I bet. 
Yeah, you I know, don't... he's fine. <laughs> yeah, but uh, ultimately <laughs> they decide to, to uh, sneak the fly in the window into the room. And later after that, um, the sister finds all of the, the poop <laughs> in the car. <laughs> and she's like, they have a do-. Like, she thinks it's like they have something in there. Like, who's pooping yeah. this much in their car? <laughs> and they right. she thinks it's a dog. So, like... They have to go. <laughs> this was also funny, and also another story that I feel like could have been a complete side story. That they just go, like he goes to the neighbor's house and steals a dog and comes <laughs> back with it, and just like that's his excuse for why there was poop yeah. in the car. Like just just to cover up one lie, he stole someone's dog. The thing that they told the people to begin with. This shows you how dumb these fucking guys are. The thing they told him is that it's his cousin. Because the de- they said the name Dominique, oh. and the people are like, who's Dominique when they're at the pool? And they're like, oh, it's his cousin. She's in the car. <laughs> like, you told him a human was in the car? Like, why the fuck would you tell him that? <laughs> yeah, th- that's also funny. We didn't mention the name Dominique, because, like, they argue about it, and they're like, why'd you name it Dominique? Like, and, and I forget which one names it, but he's just like, Yeah, Jean, Jean Gab names it, and he says it's because he, he needs a name to be able to train it. How is he going to train it without a name? He acts like... Manu's dumb for even asking him. He's like, "Why? Well, of course it has a name because how else am I going to train it?" <laughs> yeah, and he also keeps referring to the fly as her. So he qu- like Manu questions him like, "Dominique, a girl's name?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> like that's the name. So they just stuck with the name Dominique, which was kind of funny. Yeah, it is it, funny that they're like the fly becomes a character almost. It's just yeah, it, it reminded me of uh, in the Hangover when uh, they named the the baby Carlos. They're just like, yeah, we're just gonna <laughs> yeah. stick with Carlos, and then they get the real name, and they're like, damn, I wish it was a car. I, I thought it was a Carlos too, bud. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those things where they make up the name to make it. It's like easier to address it by a name than as like the baby or the fly. <laughs> Yeah. so then they're like disappointed in the hangover but at least in this one they didn't you know he got yeah. to keep the name because who the fuck's gonna tell him hey it's, yeah, and like flies actually named something in else. both <laughs> situations the name doesn't really fit like it's just like yeah. like dominique for a fly i just don't get it but it's also funny but uh yeah, exactly yeah so she fu- she finds the uh poop in the car they steal the dog to cover up the poop lie and then they just keep the dog i guess and then they're back at the pool and the the fly eats the dog, <laughs> and yeah, they leave the dog tied up in the room with the fly, man. Yeah, and, and the sis- the sister goes in and witnesses it. Like she she knows that the dog was eaten, right? Like right away, and that's she like passes. Well, she out. she goes in the room and she goes, "There's dogs in here. I know it. How many dogs are in this room?" And she like shouts. And the fly fucking, like, peeks over the bed at her. Like, his big-ass red eyes pop up over the bed, and he's, like, looking. (laughs) And she, like, screams super loud, and then everybody runs in there. And the fly's flies gone when they get in there, though. So nobody else sees it. Yeah. And 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 she's freaking out, obviously, right? Like, she's petrified, like, in shock, can't even speak, because she just saw, like, a three-foot-wide fly. And the two yeah. dudes are at the door, like, they're just in a total panic. They don't know what they're about to fucking say or do, because they think the fly's still in there. <laughs> and it leads them to think that she's crazy. Like, and so they call an ambulance to ship her away to, I don't know where, like, some sort of mental institution? <laughs> I, I didn't yeah, get... because John Gavin Manu are standing at the door, right? And... The, the guy finds the dog's paw, the brother, 
And the two guys, John, John Gab goes, she ate it. I know she did. And he's talking about Dominique. He's talking about the fly. Yeah. But Cecile hears him say that, and she thinks he means Agnes. The girl ate the dog. And so then they think that she ate the fucking dog. Yeah, and, and so they, that's why they send her to the mental place. Yeah, the ambulance yeah. comes and gets her ass. <laughs> yeah, and just, like, it's insanity. Like, it's just like every situation is like, what is even going on? And, like, like once again, you could follow that character, like, because we know as the viewer that the fly ate the dog. So, like, she's not crazy. So she's being, like, taken to a mental institution for no reason. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also weird because the only time she doesn't yell in the, in the whole movie is in the back of the ambulance. Because they yeah. gave her some kind of sedative that, like, yeah, calmed was, her down and she I I was actually talk. curious about that. Yeah, was it the, the medicine they gave her? Or was did the fly, the shock of the fly, cure her? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. They they say it's the medicine, but she thinks it's the medicine. But who knows, man? Maybe she's cured by the shock of the fly. Yeah, that like could that very would... very much be a thing. <laughs> the the fly is a healer, I guess. It was like reversed. It reversed the trauma with more trauma. You know. Yeah, but uh, I guess I mean that's pretty much the end of the movie too. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they dip. They're like we're fucking busted because no, the no, cop no. shows up named Fred. Yeah, I was gonna say this is uh the funny part about the end of the movie is the ambulance comes and. It's Fred. <laughs> like, yeah, he's he's telling him, "Hey, it's all gonna be cool and everything." And then he goes, "Oh, wait, Cecile," and she's like, "Uh, yeah." And he's like, "It's it's Fred," and she's like, "That's impossible." Fred, Fred's inside. <laughs> yeah, and they just like they get in the car and they they get the fly, throw it in the the trunk, and they just haul ass out of there. And just that that thread once again just ends right there, like. We don't know what happens after that with Fred and the girls and like anything. Like they just right. they they leave and they get out of there. And yeah, just <laughs> like what, like what what happened? <laughs> like obviously now <laughs> they have to realize that maybe the sister that they just shipped away is not crazy. <laughs> like <laughs> right. <laughs> I would hope. I would hope because well, the brother does not because he doesn't care. He's taking pictures of the fucking ambulance and stuff as it's leaving to put on social media. He's like, I'm taking souvenirs of the event. And they're like, this is tragic. Why would you take pictures? Yeah. Oh, and while they're do while they're doing the Fred thing, like while they figure out it's Fred, uh, they're they're siphoning gas out of their car, <laughs> which was funny. Yeah. It's like they didn't have good gas to leave. So they have to siphon it like they know that they're, you know, caught pretty much. And they're like siphoning gas, and then they just haul ass out of there. And they end up. Uh, this is where the briefcase comes back into play because they go pick it up and deliver it. And this was hilarious too. It was so they didn't know what the briefcase was. That was a part of the stipulation of taking the job. It was like just do it, no questions asked, sort of thing. Like, right. What was it like? You know, he. I think he at one point even asked what was in it, and he's just like, it doesn't matter. Like just do it. And yeah. They deliver it, and it's this older guy, and he's, like, you know, got his family around him, and, like, they're just doing, like, a dinner or whatever, and he gets the briefcase delivered to him. He's like, sorry, it's, you know, a few days later or whatever. He's like, whatever, just bring it bring it to me. And he opens it up, and it's a, a grill, like a... <laughs> diamond-plated grill. It's a diamond-plated <laughs> grill mouth. to put in his mouth. And it's just like, wh what? <laughs> This is like 80-year-old Stan Lee-looking motherfucker throws in a grill and is like, do you like it? <laughs> yeah, and just, 
like once again they you know they get paid the 500 and then they leave and that plot thread is just done but like why did they have to pay someone to deliver the grill i just I, that whole thing did not make sense but it was hilarious <laughs> yeah and also the fact that these guys were like two and a half days late and they just showed up and he was like hey i'm, I'm here for that job like he didn't explain himself or anything to pick up the case he was just he showed up at michelle michelle's and was like yo i'm here to get that case <laughs> <laughs> like just nonchalant two and a half days late they gave it to him no questions asked like all right go take it to him now yeah like, i mean i nobody guess no cared nobody else has delivered it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i was getting like, or they knew that the guy was a fuck up and they expected this <laughs> yeah like i don't know just the guy with the grill like he's got to be some sort of like mob boss or something going on over there <laughs> has to be <laughs> that's how like there's there's whole plot threads of characters that you're just like well like and why did the guy wake him up at the beginning of the movie to deliver that? What's his connection to all of this? Why does he care about this? Why did he pick him to do it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Yeah, there's all these side threads like we were talking about that I would love, like, if somebody would, even if they, if Quentin Pew just gives somebody else the rights, I would just love to, because anybody could, you know the characters, somebody could write some cool shit to go with these people. Yeah, so. and just like each episode is a twenty-minute encounter with a different group of people, and like yeah. you could do that for a few seasons. I think it'd be interesting, especially with the fly angle, which we will get to now because the end of the movie they take the fly to the beach, and you know they've been training it the whole movie. We've seen them like put it on a leash and call it, and you know now it's the time to see if the fly is picking up on any of it. So they tell the fly to go get bananas. And the fly. As know, soon as they take the tape off, the fly dips. Like it, it just leaves, and yeah, you're like, like "Fuck!" And they're like, "Fuck!" It's gone. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, there's five minutes, probably not, probably not five minutes, probably like two or three minutes. They're just talking. They're like, "Ah, eh, you know what? You know, it was a good adventure. You know, we had a good time with it. Obviously, the fly isn't gonna come back. So, uh, you know." You no, know, we had fun. Yeah, Manu's like, we have enough money for a sandwich. Let's go get a sandwich. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> hey, we're going to go continue our lives. We don't care. And, like, it could have ended there, and you would have been like, oh, okay, makes sense. You know, pretty good movie. And I thought that, you know, I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And the final frame is the fly landing back on the car as they're walking away with the bananas. And Yeah, like, they sit down in the car, and boom, the fly hits the hood with the bananas. <laughs> Yeah, and that, that's and John like, Gab turns and looks at the camera and the credits roll. <laughs> yeah, and the, like that's the moment where this movie became five stars to me because like just that moment because you're like, oh shit, like it just it puts a different perspective on the whole movie because as you said, at any point someone could have just shot this fly or like you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> any smashed it, hit it with their car, like you know, this thing could have died <laughs> of heat exhaustion from being locked in the car for days. <laughs> yeah. It's a wonder it was alive when they found it. It was in the trunk. Who knows how long it had been there? <laughs> yeah, but so, like, it's at, like, the ending you learn that the fly has, like... They listen. actually did tame it and train yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, you like, could make the sequel of this movie them using this fly, because at first he's like... <sighs> yeah, he's like, it could fly into a bank without anyone yeah. then he say without anyone noticing even though it's giant. yeah like who's not gonna notice a giant <laughs> fucking fly on the wall <laughs> yeah so it's like i mean this fly they call can... it a drone that doesn't need batteries that's what they call it <laughs> a drone that doesn't need batteries <laughs> just 
Yeah, like imagine a sequel where they just do odd jobs with this fly. Like, you know, they're like a moving circus. They could be like, hey, you know what? You want this uh, delivered real quick? I'll uh, get the fly to do it for you. What? What, what yeah. do you mean? <laughs> I need to take this thing. Like, how fast can this fly go, essentially? <laughs> yeah, they get in trouble with the law eventually, and then they have to go on the run with this fly, and they're trying to hide it while on the road then, you know? Like, it's there's so much that they could... I would just... I would love to see any sort of expansion on this, uh, this world and this story of any kind. Yeah, and I was super hyped for this movie, and it's rare that a movie kind of exceeds your expectations by doing what you yeah. didn't... Because, like... I wanted to see it to see where the fly went. And like at a certain point in this movie, I was like, I don't really care about the fly, which is okay. Like, cause it's the characters, you know, like, right. But then that final frame was like, damn, then you care about the fly again. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> cause like in my head, I was like, there's no way this fly is going to listen. Oh, them. I thought it was it's, gone. Yeah, yeah. As soon as it flew it, away, I'm like, well, that's that. <laughs> like, and then I'm like, oh, you know, it's a pretty good movie, you know, about what I uh, expected. And then I was like, you know, that one frame, it's just like great of all the many toro moments in this movie that's the most toro moment for sure yeah (laughs) they gotta teach the fly to toro (laughs) yeah no doubt (laughs) yeah but i i mean i guess we've gone through the whole movies or anything else you could think of that stood out to you uh, dude, one thing I forgot to mention that is when the camper's burning down, <laughs> I love that Manu carries the food out. Like, he, he looks around when the camper catches on fire. I forgot to mention this. He looks around, and he, like, t- you know how it's like when there's an emergency and you have that 10-second, like, pause, freeze frame in your mind of exploring your options? he like explored the options in his head and the option he landed on was fucking leave the fire and grab the pot of food and run out with it yeah (laughs) fuck the camper and everything else in it let it burn down as long as we get to eat yeah and i think that's that's really the movie in a nutshell right there is like these characters like they feel kind of like people you would know like they're not like because they're not because they're they're pretty smart you know like he figured out how to steal a car when they opened the the back of the car like cut it open that was funny too like a fucking tuna yeah can. yeah it looks like a fucking tin can where he's like cut it open and like bent the lid up <laughs> i forgot about that too yeah, yeah that's i was like funny i mean clearly they're like kind like they're capable of getting by you know yeah but, they're they're like they're dumb by normal standards i think but they're very resourceful yeah and they're resourceful idiots it's just kind of that's the movie in a nutshell though that camper moment of like whatever you think about these characters they're always going to surprise you with something that they do and like the the dog thing that was the most surprising thing to me because i was like you know they came up with the dog lie i was like oh that's pretty clever now how do they get a dog then they fucking get like he just goes and steals a dog (laughs) and yeah calls it right to him picks it up carries it over there yeah like he covered it up with a dog which is like clever but also like they told him it was his cousin and you're like this this lie makes no sense but it worked and like, yeah that's kind of the movie too is like it just it makes no sense but it works <laughs> it, yeah it works because i think 
all the other people are are not super bright either you know yeah, like that's... the people they encounter are just kind of like just above their level you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's like a i don't know it's like it's a good buddy buddy road trip movie really yeah it is it's great it's the the dynamic between the two friends is great and the interactions between them and the other people is some of the funniest shit i've seen in a long time yeah and just like each encounter you could as i said like expand upon and just like you have it raises more questions than answers like it answers no questions really at all yeah i can't think no, of it a, just presents more and more it never gives yeah, you any I, except the grill the girl's yeah, the only thing that's it, what it i was answers. gonna say the <laughs> the only answer you get in, well you get two answers in this movie you get the fly did listen to them and the the job was for a grill yeah <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that's it the rest is nothing but questions. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love that. And, you know, I'll sit here and debate, you know, what happened to the old guy in the camper? Because, like, he's just running through the, you know, the field. Not, right. Like, where's yeah. he going? His camper's burned he down, He just too. dips. <laughs> they burn his shit down, so if he tries that, to go back, it's not there. That, that's what I was curious. That's what I thought was going to happen, was he was going to, like, they were going to try to sleep in the camper, and he was going to come back and, like, steal it back or something. And, like, that's yeah. what he, I thought he was going to kill the fly. I like that. I at the, there was several. Yeah, or like he would get it, you know, or something. Like it'd be in the camper when he when he pulled the camper off with the truck or something, and then they'd have to chase the fly. I thought that somebody was gonna foil their plan, you know, at some point. Yeah, there was there were several moments where I was like, when the the like the police showed up for the uh, girl eating the dog, the sister, like the police could have easily found this fly too, and you know that that could have ended the story right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But they always it's, found a way to persevere through. Just barely. Just just barely make it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now they got a, a magic fly and they're set for life. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I they're surely the first thing they did after they ate the bananas was send it to a bank. So they're probably set. <laughs> that, that's where it, it's going to get killed with a fly swatter <laughs> in the bank or something. Yeah, <laughs> so a SWAT team, man, is going to come in and just blow this motherfucker away in the bank. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's what I was curious about, too, is, like, at 77 minutes, uh, I can't remember, how long was Deerskin? Was uh, it short? I think a little, long, a little longer, but yeah, it was short also. Oh, Deerskin was also 77 minutes, so. Wow. Um, yeah, that's okay. what I was curious about, is, like, did is that the story front to end how he wanted it, or was there more to this at some point, and he just decided to cut it? I don't know, I think he did the perfect thing making it 77 minutes. Cause it I, never, I think so, too. It never overstated its welcome, and and not answering. He gave you just enough, you know, to to let you run wild with theories, but but he didn't ever give you so little that you felt unsatisfied. You know, like he he always gave you enough that you felt satisfied with the situation because you kind of don't care like about like what you the thing you're caring about is what's going to happen to these guys. So you forget just as easily as they do about the stuff that's happened. You know. Yeah, and I think also like. It's like you like these guys, but if they just, you know, got killed or something, you'd be like, eh, okay, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> Truly anything was possible here and would have been in the realm of believability with the way it was set up. <laughs> yeah. And and they chose I think I think he chose the perfect thing with the fly being like listening to them. <laughs> yeah. 
Absolutely. That was the best. When he looked at the camera with like that, oh shit, it actually worked look on his face and it said a Quentin DePew film, I'm like, I, I wanted to stand up and start clapping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have been an experience in a theater because you'd have half their people scratching their head going, what did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, and the other half giving it a standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> let, it, let us know what you thought of it and like what you think happened to... Uh, the big so the big three questions I have I guess the guy in the camper who rolled out of the car and just disappeared <laughs> where, where did he go the the lady being sent to the mental institution like are 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 they correcting that or is she like a dog eater for life now <laughs> <laughs> like and where do uh, they go with the fly after and I guess uh, yeah I don't know if you've seen the movie and. Tell us your theories, or tell us where you think the fly came from. That's that's yeah. as fun of a theory oh, as any yeah, to make probably, up to me. I think is where it came from. Number four. You know, yeah, because at some point someone has to come back, and notice their car missing, and be pissed that their magical fly is gone. <laughs> right? Yeah, like we said, or even if they even knew it was there, like that's a that's so. There's so many. What if they didn't? What if this fly just got stuck in there and mutated from a regular fly? Oh, oh I never even thought of that. Yes, yeah, so it was a little fly. It flew in. And it's somehow, Maybe they were a scientist that ate some kind of shit in there, right? Maybe and that car's big. been sitting there for years and it's just been eating stuff inside of there. Like, There you go. And it's not burning any energy flying around, so it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, how do you get... Yeah, interesting. <laughs> Who knows? Like, there's so, many, there's so many fun theories to discuss on this. So click that Discord link in the description and, and come tell us what yours is. Got a witty line to end it with? That's what I was, yeah, I was trying to think of a witty line. Well, as always, thanks for listening to Void Video, and go ahead and buzz yourself back on over here next week. That'll work. Okay.